0: Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Frank van der Volpe.
1: Yeah, you did it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fan, f- van, van der Volpe. No, listen, let's
1: move on. Because, van der Volpe.
0: No. <laughs> Frank van der Volpe. If you're searching for his Instagram, it's van, no, it's Frankie Says Relax.
1: Yeah. That's way better. Yeah, but no one's going to search for my Instagram, so. You never fine. know. You never know, that's true, that's true.
0: You know, let's not, let's not tell people what to do. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. But why did you why did you add me on Instagram?
0: Why did I add you <laughs> on Instagram? Okay, I <laughs> I add people on Instagram that are artists, and it turned out that you're you're an artist. Yeah, you're also the bartender at uh, the Wall Comedy Club where I run after party comedy every Sunday, and so I see you there regularly. And, right, that's um, the real reason, right? Yeah, it's because I see you regularly, yeah, and, yeah. and it was a uh,
1: because you only found out I was an artist afterwards. Yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah so you do you do stand up uh you've started doing stand up a little bit more regularly
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and you are an actor mm-hmm. and you make music
1: mm-hmm.
0: what else do you do frank
1: well uh, um i'm professional at having imposter syndrome for all of those fields <laughs> i claim i do all those things mm-hmm. but uh well no i do i don't know i'm being you modest you do them, you I'm, do them. I'm being totally modest um, what else do I do? But um, you did
0: your first like your first uh, show outside of the wall with me at Dinner Comedy last yeah. week, which is you know, yeah. a moment, yeah. I guess. Yeah, hmm.
1: yeah. Other than shows in Amsterdam, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What else do I do? Uh, I don't know. I write. I oh, that's right. I sleep. Did poetry. Yeah, yeah. Poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you love that, don't you? <laughs>
0: Look, I write poetry too. Yeah, but the like, first time actually, I told you,
1: you you just you were just cringing. You know when you like when you're watching someone who's listening to you and you can just see they have so many thoughts like boiling up that mm-hmm. they want to get out, mm-hmm. but they're just they're repressing them cuz they know it's going to hurt. <laughs> you were completely obvious with that. You weren't hiding it very well.
0: I don't I don't try to hide things, you know? Like if someone tells me that they're a poet, I'll be like all right. Like that's yeah. a, that's gonna reduce, you know but What's the thing it gonna is reduce? like <laughs> No, it's gonna, finish gonna, that sentence. It's gonna reduce how much time I'm gonna spend with them, maybe. Right. Maybe. Right. I'm not saying poets are bad. It's just or or that I don't respect them. It's just in Berlin <laughs> at, <laughs> No, the poets are good here. It's just I um I don't know. If you wanna write poetry and put it out there in the world, that's cool. But I guess there's a lot of poetry that is not very, I don't know, accessible. There's a lot of crap poetry. And there's a lot of bad poetry. Exactly. Yeah. Like I think the blogging, you know, blogging in the world started with like angsty people putting up their poetry, right? I mean,
1: let's be honest, there's a lot of crap of any art form.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely poetry. It's just harder to find the good ones, I guess. Like it's just it's because anything can be poetry. Whereas not, right. ever, and, and it doesn't, there's no, um, there's no feedback loop. There's no like yeah, totally. reaction. So that's why anything can be poetry. Oh, so that's why there's so much. And you know, who it's like a ju- solid,
1: like 90% of what's out there. Is yeah,
0: it, it, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it doesn't require, there's no system. yeah, it doesn't require to meet any standards right. or reaction, you know, um, like just, you know, a little click, click, click right. of appreciation. Well, people will just do that to get you off stage. But I started comedy doing poetry actually. Yeah, the I haven't first, told first
1: time I saw you was at a, a poetry thing. There was like a was this a, at an African restaurant? No, 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 okay, no. Okay, thank God, because that was bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, it was like an event where there was um, there was a bunch of like poetry readings. I went because uh, a friend of mine who's like a he's a dop he was filming it. It was at like a radio place. Yes, yes, yes. This was and the then, re-
0: uh, regeneration or regenerate festival I, I by Refuge remember. Worldwide, which is a. Uh, online radio station and it was a it wasn't just po- it was a few writers a poet and then a um a drag queen yeah. and then me
1: right you were yeah. so you were the first comic I've ever seen in Berlin because this was early days right um and I that's just so funny there.
0: Sophia May I was also the first comic she saw and yeah. like like that's weird it's just weird yeah okay keep, yeah. keep going yeah um so, uh,
1: yeah. and then I just remember it was like all this uh all these poets and it was quite like intense or harrowing stuff often yeah. and, like the kind of stuff where they throw like a line in there that's funny but only because of the kind of circumstances and tension that's built up and in a very poetic safe space kind of way yeah and then you came on <laughs> and you were just so dark and twisted there was like <laughs> you're just talking about suicide and like, everything like that and then uh, i just sense like i just looked at in the crowd and there was so much tension i was sat all the way at the back in a bar stool laughing my fucking ass off <laughs> at you thank you you. and especially because it just felt like i I almost felt bad for you oh no (laughs) that's the worst (laughs) yeah yeah well no no i thought you were brilliant but it's just because your energy at the time was so overwhelming for the crowd
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes because fuck that like i i i and i I could
1: see you enjoyed it Yeah, yeah and that made me that made me laugh a lot. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I was the last performer and there were all these like yeah, these poets and whatever. And so the tension was really like all the performance was quite intense. The the, oh, the dra- drag queen was amazing. Yeah, but yeah. then um but then I didn't realize it was they were gonna have a break. I didn't realise how many performers there were and it was like, fuck man, like this is late. Everyone is wasted. Like how am I gonna how am I gonna end this show with a 20-minute set, like trying to get all of their attention yeah, yeah. and bring them in and um yeah, it was, uh, I, I really enjoyed it, but it was, it was, it was, you know, a challenging gig because, uh, because of those circumstances and yeah. And I was the only comedian. Yeah, you were the and only I was, comedian. <laughs> you know, closing the show. And... Closing a
1: bunch of poetry, mm. which was, Yeah. And, yeah, and it was often quite harrowing poetry.
0: Yeah, like yeah, it was intense, intense. topics. I kind of, I think, yeah, I had to tune out because often when, yeah, doing comedy when there's a lot of intense poetry beforehand, it can really drain your energy, and it's it's right. very important not to uh, let that turn into bitterness or violent aggression. In my case,
1: quite a lot of it was like slam poetry as well, mm. so it's a, a completely different kind of feeling mm, to comedy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. mm-hmm. Different response.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of response where instead of like. Whooping, laughing, and clapping, people clicking their fingers, kind of thing. Yeah, and
0: I'm vomiting in my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> that's if, yeah that's right so that's where you first saw me yeah and uh yeah, yeah yeah poetry maybe we could read out a bit of our poetry each like i could read oh it. god
1: how did we get here you asked me what else i do and i panicked <laughs> 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 i could have said anything i could have said sleeping that, that you would did say be... you also said sleeping oh, but yeah, we can't conclude. like imagine if you
0: imagine if you didn't sleep like that would make you that know, would be cool like what do you do uh, i yeah. don't sleep like that's that's my that's my, <laughs> yeah. that's my thing. process of elimination we will figure out <laughs> what
1: i do but everything i don't do <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. i don't
1: photosynthesize
0: <laughs> that's a shame yeah, photosynthesis I wish, I wish. right i wonder like what would we develop on our bodies if we could photosynthesize like what would you know what would, what would be the thing well we'd
1: be green right because of chlorophyll
0: yeah true okay all right science okay right yeah, yeah. yeah oh, i do a bit of science you do a bit, of, do a bit of science <laughs> have you read cosmos maybe
1: uh, no, actually, I actually haven't.
0: No, I used no. to have a subscription. It's a great science magazine. Yeah,
1: you just really wanted them to know that, didn't you? <laughs> uh,
0: did I retain anything? No. But you know, when I worked at a at a, um, in, a in in the corporate world, um, things that would keep me sane would be to feel like I was educating myself in other fields. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and you don't have that necessity anymore.
0: <laughs> Not at all. I have no interest in. <laughs> learning anything (laughs) no that's not true but really like i like i speak to people and some people like listen to podcasts all the time or they listen to music all the time i consume as little as possible so that my output like because i feel like that gives space for me to create my own output
1: right so what else are you consuming
0: what else am i consuming like what do you mean
1: do you want to start talking about Drana? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's Drana, Frank? Yeah, who Who's Drana? Drana?
1: It's not Drana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's spelled out, like it yeah, looks yeah. like Drana.
1: Yes, if it's written. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Drana, Drana is this, uh, uh, this existing character mm-hmm. that comes out usually after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> It's drunk Anna basically. Mm-hmm. And drunk Anna is uh pretty wild. Drunk Anna loves the moon. Holy shit,
2: drunk Anna <laughs>
0: loves the moon. <laughs> do. Jana does. Joanna really loves the moon. Drana yeah. loves uh Drana uh. says what she thinks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely Jana does. <laughs> I um And again Drana's really bad at hiding when she wants to say something but doesn't know if it's appropriate or <laughs> yeah. not. But you just have to like just push her over the edge, which is very easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll say it all.
0: <laughs> when uh, my favorite Drana comment I think is uh, when you were putting on some music and I was like oh, oh yeah
1: <laughs> God, you got me so fucking self conscious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were putting on music and what did I say? I said, uh,
1: basically, uh, <laughs> um, you asked for some music, sorry, Drana asked for some music mm-hmm. and, um, I put some on and I put what I was listening on to that day. <laughs> which was which I don't know if anyone listening has seen uh, The Life Aquatic Okay, oh, uh, yeah, I know
0: The Life Aquatic
1: right but you didn't know what I put on apparently and it's the soundtrack of that where it's Sojos, this Brazilian yeah, yeah. Um, composer I've listened
0: to The Life Aquatic soundtrack playing Bowie songs yeah yeah yeah
1: and I put that on and Drana immediately went ah oh, you're gonna hit me with some singer-songwriter bullshit <laughs> Just, like, I I didn't know how metal Drana was at that point.
0: (laughs) Drana had just come from a King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard concert. Oh, true, yeah. I'm actually wearing the t-shirt today. What do you know? It's such a fucking metal t-shirt. I love it. it's It's really good. The colour scheme. Oh, the colours are so good. And the serpent at the bottom.
1: Oh, yeah, this is being filmed, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not putting the films anywhere at the moment, but I will be. But... um, yeah, stay posted, my Patreon guys, so you can see my T-shirt, which you'll probably see on stage. So shameless anyway. plug. Same, shameless. Shame, well, yeah, like this is my <laughs> this is my platform for plugging. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's, uh... That's, that's why you do this that's why I do it come on like just to, it's followers yeah. also to, to uh, increase exposure of people in the comedy scene and to you know um, be vulnerable and, 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 and sex positivity spread sex positivity uh, oh yeah we need to talk about sex that's yeah, the thing we do right? Yeah, and we the, do we do we've talked about yeah. drunk Anna we don't need to talk about dr- druggy Anna I feel Anna. like
1: we should also mention um, I mean I, you mention it in a lot of uh, a lot of your podcast episodes I'm sure but it's just interesting Anal.
0: <laughs> sorry go
1: on you stole the words from Matt. <laughs> <laughs> anal is very interesting <laughs> um nope. no how how your character frank came along as i entered your world as well yeah and how i like to pretend i'm a figment of your imagination yeah so you're gonna look back at this video and you'll see me talking to you anyone else will just see you You'd. talking to yourself <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it'll just be it'll be a weird one won't it yeah yeah I, because, um, well, Frank had been, so my character Frank, which is my twin brother, um, he was, he was in, like, I had written about him as a character, um, maybe, like, in my first proper, like, within my first proper year of comedy. I wanted right. to do um, my own, like, Andy Kaufman, um, Tony Clifton. OK. Yeah. So Frank is my Tony Clifton. Um, you know Tony Clifton? No. I'm oh, just going with shit. This. <laughs> OK. Andy Kaufman. Um, Man on the Moon. Uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Played okay, Andy Kaufman. Yeah. And um, and yeah. And so I wanted to do an anti comedy character. And my twin was. Yeah. And so I've talked about this on other podcast episodes, but uh, it's funny that I actually only started doing Frank. Pretty much the week you started working yeah. at, the, at The Wall. So. And for
1: those who forgot, my name is Frank, which is why yeah. this is funny. Yeah. Um, right. How, how did you make him anti-comedy?
0: He's anti-comedy... Well, he's, he's still a comedy character because... I just can't help being funny, you know. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he's anti-comedy because his, the point is to offend people. But right. when people get what I'm doing, then they don't get offended. But every time I do Frank... I get uh, women or men afterwards. It, yeah, I get people coming up to me afterwards being like, you know, not all men are like that. you know they're not all predators. I see, I see. or I get yeah. women being like, "You can't be so misogynistic on stage. And it's like, well. <laughs> Do you see what I'm doing? Like I'm channeling all the misogyny that I've ever received, and particularly misogyny that's cloaked in um, homosexual kind. of... They just of, don't get it, basically. Some people don't get it, but other yeah, people are just like a lot of people really like it because yeah, it's yeah. doing yeah, and it's also once they realize uh, I'm a quite a convincing man. So also some people don't realize that it's me.
1: Can you give me a taste of Frank? Give
0: you a taste.
1: <laughs> it feels weird. <laughs> <It's though. laughs>
0: <laughs> that felt like I just yeah. needed to pull your head down to my. I've been crush, building up I, just for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, you can't have a taste of Frank. I can maybe show you um, a, a clip. Uh, you've seen a photo of Frank, no? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah.
0: yeah. He um he chants. It's like, like
1: a fucking like a Hulk Hogan stash kind of thing. No, nah,
0: it's not that big. No, that's Barry. That's from oh. the TikTok. No, okay. no, no. Um, Frank has got a quite a thin moustache. Um, uh, and then he wears a cap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't wear glasses. Yeah, and uh, he's got a huge dick. And does he have a? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's massive cock. Oh uh, my god.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're so we're so alike. Yeah. Um. Do. <laughs> um. What was I gonna ask? Does he have an accent? Yeah, he's Aussie as fuck. Oh, okay. He's
0: like proper he's like bogan. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, has been educated to a point, but like he's, yeah, so he's, um, Bogan. he's, he's Bogan, he's Bogan, but he's like, it's more that he's just like that aggressive, um, yeah. Aggressive testosterone fueled Aussie. Okay. Like, yeah. So there's, it's a Bogan thing, but it's not like inarticulate, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He says fuck a lot mm, mm. and he likes to get the audience to chant dick that's his that's his main thing i need to blow yeah, my nose peak, look i'm gonna be I'm, I'm a professional hold on i'm gonna blow my nose wait can you hold this so
1: on? i need to ramble on so we literally talked about this earlier yeah because anna was like uh can i make you a coffee or a tea and i was like well if you do that it would be my third and i'd have to go do a poo <laughs> and i don't know how that fits in with your like the professionalism on your podcast mm. um where i just have to leave for five minutes and you take over and now she's literally doing that And on my podcast, it's fucking normal to do.
0: (laughs) I sometimes get up or someone rings the doorbell, although not here. Here, I love my apartment because no one can access me unless they've got my phone number.
1: We'll call it the meditation period, where we just leave the listeners with their own thoughts for about five minutes.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's, they never want that. No one wants (laughs) that. No one wants, do you meditate? Uh,
1: I have done, but I don't do regularly. At least not right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, at the moment my so it's
1: like useless meditation. It's useless, yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I still meditate. Like when I the work the weeks that I work, I find it harder to find time because usually, like all of a sudden, I have to be at work at two p.m. and <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, but it is. Um, but no, I really like meditating. I want to get back into it a little bit more.
1: I like just totally agreed with that. Like two p.m. is pretty early. To p- me, is <laughs> early. It's like, ah, it's like, like I
0: get up, I do you know some some admin i'll eat and then it's like oh god like i need a shower and go yeah yeah absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. yeah yeah but it says a lot about us <laughs> it does
0: that's it summer lifestyle in Berlin it's like
1: yeah totally just summer yeah Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay so what about Holland so we talked about Frank but then is there anything like like sex like uh, we, we started going there uh,
1: yeah no um you said what anal was that? interesting.
0: <laughs> you said anal was
1: interesting. I don't believe you. No, I've uh, yeah, I've never, I've never um, done anal. You've never done anal. No, given, or given received. given or received. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's not something I've I've been inclined to ask someone to to receive or give to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't been asked to do it to them, and so I'm like, well, yeah. Okay. So why would why, why would I push for it? Then?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, if you, just no, for so, this podcast, some people some, just so I had
1: something to say about it. Now,
0: <laughs> some people push for it. Some people are obsessed with it. Some people, yeah, are but like, like I, I don't have that inclination, right? Uh, hmm?
1: I don't have that inclination. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. I don't see it as a necessary box to take off or something.
0: You, you know the stages of childhood development of fixations according to Freud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like the oral fixation, the anal fixation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the other are other fixations? The others don't matter. Other, <laughs> <laughs> Earlobe fixation. Yeah. Elbow. Um, are there others?
1: Uh, your uncle's penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A,
0: ooh. <laughs> like my, but, my, my genitals reacted to. Genitals is a weird thing to your say genitals for a vagina. Reacted genitals. <laughs> Isn't genitals a bit odd for a vagina? Like yeah. it implies that I've got like little vagina balls.
1: <laughs> I for some reason, the word genitals makes me think of jellyfish. Which is also an she, odd she image to have is like jellyfish, yeah.
0: It's the right texture though, I think, for like a jellyfish texture is kind of what you want the genital texture to be like when it's not excited. Like just soft and sp- 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 sp, uh, sp- <laughs> like like uh like um rubbery? <laughs> like je- like jelly,
1: like cool have you have warm. you handled many jellyfish? No. <laughs> you know they can kill you, right? <laughs>
0: Looks like so congenital. <laughs> Actually, HIV is very treatable these yeah. days. It's true. Like, it was so great when I went for my STD test recently. The guy was just so reassuring. He's like, no matter no matter which of all of the diseases you probably have, they're all completely <laughs> treatable. Did like, he say completely... that before you got your results? Because that's worrying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He's like, everything that you I've might have. I've got the answers here. And it's like
1: one of those scrolls that drops <laughs> to the ground. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. They, they...
1: Whatever happens next... <laughs>
0: They give you your results via a QR code and it's mm. online. Yeah. As in like, they won't tell you. I would have loved to have a scroll. Right. And they won't even give you, if you've got something online, it'll say like you need to call and come in. But <laughs> if you're all negative, it's just like, and uh, you're all healthy. You're all, all your results would, were normal. I would love that job to become like a town crier who just reads
1: people's STD results via scroll and Alexanderplatz or something, you know, and you all need to, everyone needs to come at noon on like a certain day.
0: The dishonorable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> frank (laughs) baros is charged with having (laughs) syphilis (laughs) on counts yeah yeah i can see it have a little box Hmm. um uh no but the stds are all very treatable it was very reassuring i've never had someone at an std place like be so like look whatever you got we're going to be able to handle it here. We've got all of the medication. We, you know, we can, like, everything is treatable. I was like, wow. It ne- it's never felt like that before. It's always felt like this is kind of life and death.
2: Mm.
1: Really? Yeah. I've never felt that. I was so very lucky. I've never had an STD.
0: Yeah, I guess you are lucky.
1: Dodged a lot somehow. Yeah, the last it's condoms. Just they're they're, they're pretty good for they're them. Pretty good.
0: <laughs> the last two years though, I sh- I didn't have a test until like two weeks ago, and you know I'm starting to doubt um, <laughs> science because it's insane that I don't I don't have anything.
1: It's okay. it's insane. <laughs> I thought you meant like ever or just in the last like the two last weeks.
0: Two, yeah. The last two years. It's like okay. I, I didn't get tested. Um, I hadn't been tested since uh, April 2020. Okay. And, um, and yeah. What
1: do you do? Do you make out with public toilets?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like people, condoms break, mm. number one. Number two, some people
1: just... You've just fucked everyone under the sun in the last That's two years. That's
0: not what I'm... Look, there's been a few, sure. But it's more the <laughs> safety of the sex that's been okay, the problem. Okay, questionable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I been see. lots of like, ah, oh, broke. Ah, oh, too late now. Ah, oh. oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just the thing is, yeah. oral sex is also how you transmit diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> very, um, very happy. Very happy. Mm. Okay. So no anal. <laughs> All right. No anal. That's good. What about you? <laughs> i mean
1: you can't you can't expect to ask me everything and not get anything in return
0: yeah i can i can talk about yeah, anal yeah. um
1: it just looks like i caught you you know no
0: i've had a lot of anal in my life uh but only with you know it's not with everybody that i'll be like yeah
1: or <laughs> <laughs> that's generally how you get into it it's like yeah i've got a
0: fun idea for tonight <laughs> It's my butt. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but there are some people that you know. It naturally goes that way, and um, and then it's gone that way.
1: It's called gravity. <laughs> it's
0: yeah. It's a specific like when when the you know uh, what's it called? Um,
1: Planets align. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some, and some people are just more uh, motivated to ask, and then it's like, then it's there's a scale of like, if I respect them, or I just, I just
1: imagined it like a, a cult, like you're wearing like this this huge like cloak, this black hooded cloak mm-hmm. and the planets have aligned and you see them out the window and then you turn around and there's just a square cut out where your ass is. It's like, <laughs> it is time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's just like this, like my ass becomes the black the hole of the universe. The moon just shines straight up. <laughs> <Yeah. on, yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> like a spotlight.
0: All of a sudden someone's got poppers in my nose yeah, yeah, and my yeah. uh, sphincter's loosening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I've, 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 like, for example, I've experienced double penetration, mm. uh, which is, you know, a fun, fun fact. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm um, glad I asked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you think like to know, Frank? <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. I don't know.
0: No, we don't have to do the, have you ever, never have I, never have I ever's. I always struggle with that game because it's like I only think of what I've done, you know. And it's yeah. like oh. I think
1: it's struggle to say it.
0: Never have I ever. Never
1: ever have I. I ever. No, I said it. No, you struggle the first. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never. So you can only think of things
0: you've done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whenever that game's being played, I'm just like I'm thinking of done it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. I'm going through my list of crazy shit that I've done and it's like, no no, I need to think and say things that I haven't done that other people Yeah would have um. done. Yeah, it's hard.
1: Or well, you need to get a bit more creative.
0: <laughs> yeah, or I need to not play that game when I'm already quite intoxicated. That's the issue.
1: Oh, so it's Drana. It's Drana. Drana doesn't know how to play it.
0: <laughs> Drana doesn't play it very
1: well. I see.
0: Yeah, exactly. And me. But you're gonna be going travelling for like a long
1: period. Fantastic segue. I know, um, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna be gone for a month, yeah.
0: Yeah. Are yeah. you doing any artistic things along the way?
1: Um No, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> and then you don't even know where you're gonna end up. You might be in right. Amsterdam, you might be in Edinburgh, you might, might be in be Berlin. Berlin.
1: Mm. Yeah, okay. I reckon I'm more likely to be in Berlin than Edinburgh.
0: Okay. But then it's more likely Amsterdam than Berlin
1: it's pretty 50 50 i gotta say okay um but uh yeah so i have to um now i'm just going i'm doing a lot of traveling seeing a lot of friends i've just saved up money i'm gonna see a bunch of friends that i haven't seen in ages
0: that's lovely
1: um all over the shop and uh and then i've got an exam so. for my wow this is really turned
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking We should have notes. just ended it at like exactly.
1: <laughs> we should just end it at, like, no, no artistic endeavors in the next month. <laughs> now I've started to get into it and you're just there picking your nose. Like what I'm what other questions it. can I ask it's him? I'm mess. running out. <laughs>
2: it's a mess.
1: I didn't know he was gonna be like this.
2: No, <laughs> oh,
0: that's not what I'm saying. Okay, so no artistic but you've seen lots of friends. You've seen lots of friends. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah God. I'm am I'm gonna I'm gonna party and go to like houses with friends and stuff like this. I need to do a bit just of fun stuff and ah. a wedding in Egypt, which I haven't booked yet. So I don't know about that, actually. But it's um, exciting. It's just all of July. I'll be out and about. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go like scouting for a friend who wants to set up a therapist, like a, ah. a therapy thing in, in Tuscany. That in sounds Umbria. so interesting. Yeah. Just like a, an amalgamation of odd connections coming together for fun stuff, basically.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's life at the moment. Mm. Lots of uh, random, random stuff happening.
1: This is the moment we get philosophical. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So much random stuff happening. I want to be, I'm definitely going to go to Italy in um, in August. I think I need to book that stuff.
1: No, 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 let me know. I might be there. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to be there until like the third and then I might be there on the 8th again.
0: Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk we'll about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Should
1: we plan our summers on your, on your podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I usually
0: plan my life out. Yeah. Talk about the things that I need to do still.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have a, a comedy, like a comedy, um, like Fine. is there somewhere, yeah, you want to go with comedy? Or is it really just something that you're playing around with in conjunction with all the other things you're playing around I mean, around
1: with? well, it's so it's so it's pretty dependent on where I'm going to end up um so we're like if i'm to go to amsterdam for example the reason i'm going is for a a master's program so i'd be studying rather intensively um but i'll definitely still want to do comedy there Mm -hmm. of course i'm less familiar with the scene there than i am here Mm -hmm. um so but that's that's easily fixable Mm -hmm. um but also in amsterdam uh i have like my acting school is based there so i have connections so i can be doing that a bit more again mm-hmm. and um and uh, my band is also in amsterdam so i can start playing with them more regularly and recording more stuff that sounds um good. yes but then amsterdam what's the also, name of your band uh Sterovita seven
0: <laughs> you heard it guys Sterovita yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Seven. <laughs> it's a it's an old um milk uh manufacturing company okay yeah classic yeah our music's like old milk yeah <laughs> um, chunky. anyway yeah, chunky
0: and very white
1: um very white
0: yeah. <laughs> well, yellowy yellow <laughs> getting yellowy <laughs> um, nice.
1: and uh yeah so i have all this going on and amsterdam is becoming increasingly expensive to live in like it's it's Amsterdam's it, expensive. expensive yeah. it's very expensive right now so
0: It's not going to get cheaper either. To
1: do all those things, plus living with that level of expense, um, I'll definitely have to lean on some assistance from the government or family for a bit. Um, And I'll probably also have to work, which means I'll just have less time for the creative endeavors. Whereas if I were to stay here and I'd be working three or four days a week during the day, I'd have all the time in the world for everything else. So then I could be doing comedy five, six times a week. And like
0: cheap rent. And And uh, cheap rent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, cheap rent. That's the thing, man. That's the thing that changes that everything. The it's thing. the game changer. It's exactly yeah. why I'm here. Oh no, here is the create. the thing is the creative energy in Berlin exists because of because the of low cheap rent. rent. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly it. Like, it's that's, really that's, that's
1: literally why I moved here as well.
0: Yeah. It's well, yeah, I moved for the creative energy and yeah, that I yeah. could afford yeah, exactly. it as well.
1: But but yeah, exactly.
0: And also because Berlin um There's eventually- creative
1: energy in Amsterdam, but it's just it's it's being ostracized because it's becoming more
0: expensive. Yeah, same with all of the big cities really. Yeah. 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 If artists can't afford to live there, then you're not gonna get art there. Mm. Um but also Germany, uh Berlin really sponsors artists um, yeah. in terms of visas and um and also with the like social um social kind of uh what do you call it? Um social support, so with health insurance and stuff. But yeah okay well interesting let's see let's see where Frank ends up I'm curious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm curious what's gonna I'm curious yeah
1: I mean I'd ask you but I'm sure everyone already knows right what I'm doing listening
0: yeah, yeah I'm, I'm staying here and touring and Turin Turin Turin, 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 Turin. If anyone, I'll, I'll put this up. Uh, I'll put this up today, actually. Um, so if anyone is going to be in Amsterdam that doesn't already even follow my Instagram, I'll be in Amsterdam on the 23rd and the 24th and the 25th of June, um, doing shows with Boom Chicago and then also uh, with another comedian called Luana, um, Mate. So check that out, and then I'll be in Köln on the 26th doing a German show. It's a new material night, so just it's gonna be it's gonna be sloppy. And then Monday through to uh, Monday the twenty seventh through to uh, Wednesday the twenty eighth, I'm doing shows in Basel. Um, and then you can check out my show in Zurich on the 29th. So I'm actually going on tour finally and getting paid for it, and Woohoo! it's very exciting. Yes. Fun times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe Italy. Uh, Italy would be in July, uh, sorry, in July, and August. Right. Yeah. I'm doing an intensive German course in July, so okay. I'm going to be so good at German by the end of July.
1: Are your, are your shows in Switzerland in German? No.
0: Okay. No, no. They're English okay. um, headline, like headline spots. So 40 minutes. I don't know 40 minutes in German. Okay, okay,
1: okay. okay, okay. No. But if you go to Italy, it'd be in Italian. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. In Italy, I, yeah. In Italian, I can do sort of 20 minutes quite, like it's, I'm, I'm, I'm more comfortable with Italian because it's- Than German. Yeah, yeah. Because really? grammatically, yeah. I'm way more um, firmly educated, whereas German, I, I see, have learned yeah. on the street. And yeah. So like my 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 dialect, like, my yeah, street Deutsch, baby. Um, but I uh, in Italian, like conjugating verbs and you know making everything agree like that's just easy where but my vocabulary is low because I don't speak it often whereas German it's got I've got all the vocabulary all of the understanding very high level understanding but how I structure my sentences there are lots of little mistakes.
1: You've also clearly already got the hand gestures down which is 80% of Italian.
0: Yeah well you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to use their hands exactly. to communicate? I know, I know.
1: I don't understand those people.
0: <laughs> I I never. I wonder if learning Italian is why I use my hands more. But also, like in comedy, you need to be expressive physically. No, absolutely, yeah. No, no. yeah. So yeah. basically, we've been like sending a lot
1: of messages right now that only the Patreon users can see. So if you want to know what we've really been saying with our hands,
0: check out my Patreon. Oh yeah, I'm going to be working on that tomorrow. Uploading all the videos. I've got a video for, like, from every podcast this year. So I need to get them up. I should get paid but for that plug. Yeah, wow. Well, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> you should get paid for that. Mm. I've given you water. <laughs> Pure water. <laughs> Pure water. <laughs> what is it? It, com- it comes with the house for free. <laughs> 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 uh, Who are some of your favorite comedians?
1: Some of my favorite comedians. Yeah. Um, Varies quite a lot. I I grew up with the English sheen big Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm. Um, And uh, to be honest, I have recently, I have not been watching much Mm stand-up because I work at a comedy club as well. So Mm. I'm pretty um, saturated, exposed, overexposed to it. Mm. Um, Even though it's very, you know, different to watch a special than it is to uh, just work at a club and see sort of. Five to 20 minute spots or yeah. some hours, but yeah. Um, I'd say a couple of my favorites, um, uh, are James A. Caster, yeah, right now. yeah, yeah, that I can see, uh, yeah, and
0: uh, my and chairs are so loud, just they are so
1: loud, yeah so, yeah, so
0: loud. I know they didn't used to be this loud, they've become really creaky,
1: yeah. anyway, and, and also, I'd say. Daniel Sloss, I guess. Okay. I've, I still haven't watched I, any Daniel Sloss. Yeah. I really I really like his format and his work. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. No, yeah, those two are my two favorites. I
0: tracks. will check him out. He was recently here, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I already saw that show, so I didn't
0: go. go. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, so. But yeah, I um
1: It's good. It's good. good? Yeah, his format is um, pretty uh, interesting like how it's um i mean is he like uh, there's some other, like hannah gadsby does something similar as well
0: okay so it's quite meta um no
1: it's sort of like um well i, I haven't seen all of like i'm thinking specifically of uh, nanette mm. where it's like um uh, hers is a bit more intense but he uh, does like a, of a 90 minute set he does the first like three quarters is um comedy and building up to something in the last 15 minutes is like a in more of an intense ted talk about a, a topic that he feels needs addressing hmm. um that has you know come about his life recently hmm. and um much like in the nets that's also just like at the end she hits you with some real yeah, hard yeah. shit, you know and it just leaves you there like kind of like holy fuck what's going on you know um mm-hmm. and uh he does that very well as well hmm. um, except his l- latest show that he just did um that he came to berlin for that i saw in amsterdam before mm-hmm. that is less that format that's just jokes all the way through you know okay me? nice um but uh but i i spoke to him afterwards and he said he uh um he casual didn't like casual
0: that. little i i hung out with <laughs> david slas i just met him drop.
1: afterwards behind the fucking venue <laughs> okay, okay 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 um cool and uh yeah, because you just go then and smoke spliff with him afterwards. He does that with people. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, and he was saying uh, I, I, I don't know if like this is a fucking podcast. I don't know if I can say anything that he's been saying. Anyway. Um,
0: Whatever, like you could he say was saying he what, I to, to, what I remember. What I remember
1: is that he prefers to do the other format where it's like the
0: more intense
1: three quarters comedy building up to uh, something more intense at the end Which I value a lot in comedy Because um, I see comedy as one of the most fucking Powerful tools in language mm. In the sense that um, it, it really um, It makes the listener vulnerable The audience um, through laughter And there's like two st- powerful ways To incite vulnerability And that's through fear and laughter I think mm-hmm. um, And I, I guess maybe lust as well But two of those three are you know, one's very unethical. <laughs> the other is, could be, on the edge. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. depends on the age difference, I suppose. Hey! <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no problem for you, Pat. <laughs> and uh, laughter's the easy, safe, funny, go-to one, you know? Um, and but you can really yeah. use that to... Um,
0: but laughter's the harder one to... is is yeah, yeah, It requires well, more skill to I mean, to I don't know if it's harder one. I think um, it's... I think... Uh,
1: it's pretty hard to make people afraid and to make people like a crowd of people, like imagine like a eight, 80 person venue to make them all horny would be pretty typical, I think.
0: Well, I, I guess, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, but the
1: point is it incites this vulnerability, which can lower their guards and then you can, they're more receptive, they listen better and um, they trust you. Um, so they kind of take in what you say and- uh, Yeah, which is what you don't get that with,
0: yeah. um, with fear.
1: Well, you you do but you don't in a get different their trust. way. You don't get trust, but you get you get people listening and taking in what you say because, you know. But they're not going to stay
0: a- with you. Like As in, in terms of, okay, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be a competition between the three, but just thinking about the power of making people laugh and, like, lean in and really listen. Oh, yeah. As, you know, it's got a much greater staying power, whereas um, getting people, like, screaming at people right. and no, inciting absolutely. fear. You know, it's just, if anything, people are going to withdraw. No, and, I, I, I'm not saying that fear then, is good for that. I'm just saying fear yeah. was good for
1: inciting vulnerability. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, but how you handle that vulnerability yeah. through comedy, you can... Make it a powerful tool. Like
0: yeah, for, messaging. Tool for yeah. messaging. Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. Um, so I always value that when that's done in specials because, uh mm. yeah, I think, like that's mm. a lot of the. That's one huge aspect of comedy that sometimes just doesn't get addressed. um
2: You know,
0: so I, yeah, that's definitely why I do like that's why I do comedy because it's a it's a it's a vehicle.
2: Yeah,
0: it's a vehicle for messaging and to yeah, to. Well, educate sounds um, sounds patronizing, but it's a yeah, it's 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 a messaging tool that really brings people together and makes people feel better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I think yeah yeah comedy that doesn't have that messaging can be a little bit. Disappointing, and I'm less less
1: inclined. Fucking great, for sure. Like absurdist
0: and fun, yeah, for sure. But often, you know, when you see comedians um, that have a a lot of following, that don't use that platform for good. Uh, I would say someone like, I don't know, I haven't seen him recently, I but mean, there are some comedians that have a huge following um, but then say some sloppy things that are just lazy and that are actually kind of hurtful. And it's like, it's that. Okay, but that's you know, different. That's I mean you that's can misusing just, the, the, the power that you have. Right. Yeah.
1: That's different. But, I mean, you don't, I don't think you need to, um, you, you don't need to bring forward a, an important moral message. No, you don't. Um, and not be doing good with your comedy just making people laugh is already oh, to- good totally
0: to- no no Com- yeah no I'm not sorry Yeah, I'm not saying I that just, comedy uh, needs to have a message no, but, but I sometimes think if done
1: effectively it just adds a whole layer but then yeah. it's, you have to do it effectively otherwise it backfires big time and you're just oh, doing well, that's the right, opposite yeah, yeah. Um,
0: you, uh, you've, you've seen Simon Amstel or not yeah yeah brilliant. yeah yeah. I yeah. love I love his vulnerability yeah, that's yeah. he's very, very that's brilliant. like ah yes and Tara Kilbride and I've been talking actually. Yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm in Melbourne yeah. Tara Kilbride and I've been talking a lot more about getting mm-hmm. really properly vulnerable on stage and um yeah so I've started writing some bits about my alcoholic father <laughs> and uh and some other things
1: then again that's another tool to incite vulnerabilities through being vulnerable yourself and uh oh that's being relate- well, relatable that's know. really it yeah yeah it's not always relatable, but just your own showing your own vulnerability.
0: Yeah, but doing that within the within Makes the people trust you, and within the space where they can laugh as well, and you're breaking and the then can
1: Stab them in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be just, <laughs> when they least expect it. Yeah,
0: it shouldn't just be trauma dumping uh, <laughs> to get trust and vulnerability. I I have no time for that, and that's I suppose where the criticism of poetry comes in because it can just be trauma dumping as opposed to, you know actually working with it to create something that mm. yeah shows a process and shows learning or growth or, you know, bringing people right. in. Yeah. Yeah, but I
1: think a lot of the shit poetry is also stuff that tries to develop trauma into some kind of moral message that's just fucking... Uh you know <laughs> yeah it
0: needs to be done well right yeah, but like yeah, yeah. but really like it that's that's the ideal it can also just be a painting like it just of, ends up of in pain live that's laugh right. love
1: kind of thing really? like, what's yeah. going on here you know? yeah, yeah, yeah and that's um a painting of pain i find nicer because then you can kind of extrapolate your own
0: exactly like ideas a song from it yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah,
1: yeah um and i think that's also the truest form because uh, like when getting back to poetry everyone's favorite fucking topic yeah um it is incredibly cathartic. I, I started writing purely for catharsis. Me too. Catharsis. Catharsis. <laughs>
0: catharsis, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Catharsis. And um, and then, you know, some people, like some friends I showed and uh, some people really like what I was writing and mm. then like just release it. And I don't think I'd try and develop it for an audience. I'm only ever going to write for myself, for my own catharsis. Mm. And if that, what I've written um, can be understood differently or help people like people can enjoy reading it and see something in it that they enjoy then great then mm-hmm. you know i'll, I'll happily show them. yeah but i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna write to cater to someone
0: no 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 yeah i don't yeah nah, that's not cool but writing to i think having an audience is really important though um for mm. art to be art and for art to have any kind of power obviously sure um, sure yeah I, I started writing poetry um uh, more like like really kind of Intent- yeah, started my poetry really when I was with my ex-husband Um and he was, yeah you know, he's he's this musician, had this band and he wanted me to write songs, but I was sort of, I was already doing poetry and yeah, that poetry became really important during that relationship because it was such a toxic <laughs> relationship. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I got, I got more into the habit of using it as a, as a, as a tool for um catharsis. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and then. But
1: I think that's also just how any art form kind of yeah. starts and progresses. Definitely. It's just catharsis. Yeah, like and
0: drawing as well. Like I drew before I was um, writing poetry more. And uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Drawing, drawing, I'm terrible at. But like with music, it's started for catharsis, but mm-hmm. it still is for me the most cathartic oh, yeah. thing to do. It's so physical. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially singing.
0: Yeah, for me, drumming and singing is just like yeah, the. Yeah. It's, like, it's just so tribal right. and yeah, full body yeah. and exhausting, like yeah, yeah. maintaining. But, but at know.
1: the same time, completely recharges you. Oh, completely. Yeah. Like,
0: my last jam with my bandmate was we hadn't had a jam for a while and had more strategic jams organizing the album. By the way, death.porn is live. Uh, check it out on Bandcamp <laughs> um, and Spotify and everywhere else. But, um, but yeah, the last jam was just. Mm. Yeah, it was four hours and we have a few new songs that just we were just jamming them out. So like playing them for like half an hour. And
1: uh, so good. I thought it was like when I started acting, I thought it was interesting because I didn't see it so much as a um, at the time it didn't offer me as much catharsis. Mm -hmm. Um, When I first started, I thought of it more as an sort of like an exploration into Mm -hmm. different facets of personalities and just being, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and that was very interesting to me and a lot of fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um but then once i went to acting school and did certain learned some techniques and did some exercises mm-hmm. it completely flipped yeah oh it can be it's so it can be uh, it can be dangerous dangerously cathartic you know doing how, how dangerous like how doing I some think- doing exercises where you because you have to um for certain techniques um for example i I learned a strasbourg um Lee Strasbourg method um which is like a version of method acting and you need to um evoke sort of emotional memories like sense memory exercises they're called mm-hmm. where you need to evoke certain you go there's a whole like meditation exercise you do mm-hmm. which results in evoking these um certain sense memories so like it can be a sense memory literally like the feeling of water hitting your skin when you're standing in a shower and just to mm-hmm. try and get all those senses, um, awake and alive. Um, even though they're not being stimulated mm-hmm. in order to bring back, uh, in order to, when you, um, find a memory that evokes an emotion for it to be more raw and powerful because you're, um, really feeling, yeah, you're already like on the edge, like you're already very stimulated. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you if you bring like a uh, if you bring a heavy memory or like a trauma or something up it just I did that I I, I kind of misunderstood an exercise one day early on and I I was um, bringing up a a thought slash memory um, that wasn't in the it was a bit we were supposed to bring up something traumatic and he's like like imagine your cat died and I was like thinking family members you know which is which he was like no you shouldn't do that but i missed i didn't hear that because i was thinking of what i was going to think about or something and i was just like sort of shaking for three days afterwards because it was like it was just the kind of exercise we had to do where we had to like really manifest and picture in front of us and then um scream and cry to this person in front of a huge group of people and it was, I don't know, it was just, it was so overwhelming. And so he it was sounds like, like a cult. Only... Acting is kind of like a cult. Mm-hmm, like acting, mm-hmm. yeah. Acting so he
0: was like only um, evoke a memory of uh, death of a pet. Do not make No, not make only it
1: a... death of a pet, but that was his example. It but like, like, if
0: it's not a human, then what other kind of trauma? Like, well, basically like shame nothing, or grief? It was nothing grief. like
1: super traumatic, you know, find mm-hmm. a middle ground kind of thing. Don't go something that's like you know gonna push you over the edge and you'll need a therapist afterwards basically. And that sounds
0: like actors should have therapists anyway. Just like yeah, therapists yeah, should yeah, have yeah, therapists.
1: Yeah. Just, everyone should have therapists. Um, yeah, it's true. It's true. I like. I think there should be a law that everyone under the twenty five under twenty five sees a therapist for at least two weeks just to see what, what they think. Oh, okay. Well, three I've already weeks, checked maybe, that maybe. off
0: heaps. Like, yeah, like my ther- yeah, yeah, yeah. my but 20s like- is all therapy. But yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Everyone should see a therapist for yeah. at least, I wouldn't say just two weeks. I would say like they should do a... Maybe three months. Like once a week for three months. Yeah, yeah that should be... Yeah, 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 Just like anyone who like has two children. weeks in total sessions. Anyone me. who wants to have kids should also, you know, have to go do some kind of training. That's not like a birthing training. That's like a parenting training. Mm they should also go to therapy
1: (laughs) should it all just become better people (laughs)
0: Ah, please some self-awareness Jesus Jesus Mm. um yeah (laughs) do it for us (laughs) right we have to be around you (laughs) yeah when was the last time you were seeing a therapist you seen a therapist in Berlin no
1: no No, not in Berlin I've been um I've (laughs) I was uh Contacting a bunch of therapists, like uh, I don't know, a couple months ago now, um, in Amsterdam, mm. because uh, I'm still t- not like registered in Berlin, uh-huh. and I don't okay. think I ever will be. <laughs> okay. And unless I unless I end up saying then I'll have to for sure. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, as as where I am now, I'm still like living in the Netherlands, basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's um, cool. A lot a lot of Europeans do that. Right, right. I hope this doesn't. I don't think Land it will. No, me into hot water. No, I think, um, it, I think it'll be okay. It, yeah, it's, it's only been uh, three months, so it's fine. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, what was I saying? Right, so uh, I was I contacted a bunch of therapists in the Netherlands because I have Dutch health insurance. And uh, yeah. it's fucking impossible to find one. Like, Because uh, I was, it's c- the ones that are covered by my insurance, I called about 30.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, only two answered. Uh, most of them had voicemails saying, uh, if you're under 18, it's a six month waiting list. If you're not, then you can't <laughs> you can't get a slot. Um, That's and insane. then two answered. One was um, a wrong number. That's just wrong on Google. <laughs> Amazing. And the, other, and the other was a woman who's like, oh, I'm actually retiring next week. I'm not taking any more clients on um thanks for
0: giving me the courtesy though of calling me back you're the only one and you're retiring you would have been the good one you would have been ah
1: i don't know well the one so one then later called because i left voicemails on one of them of course um and said, i can't take any more aboard but um there's a new therapist joining this like whole practice Mm -hmm. um in a couple weeks and they won't have any clients so you can um Hmm. here's their number try them in a couple weeks so i did i got through to them we had like an intake call it was nice and then afterwards, they were like, "Oh, it was really nice to speak to you and hear about all your problems." However, I think what you need is like long term therapy. Basically, she she basically said you need more help that I can offer. And I'm like, "Great, what now?" <laughs> you know? And she's like, "Here are some more people that maybe you could try." So basically, oh, pri- like public free public healthcare is is kind of a hoax because it's unavailable. Um, so I got to find something private.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and think that's where yeah. I'm at
1: now, but I just haven't gotten around to it now over the last month. But I've also been in a really good place because I'm, I'm taking antidepressants, <laughs> and uh, and it's and it's summer, so you know that changes a lot.
0: It helps. Yeah. It helps. I um yeah. I think yeah. I think this year I do need to yeah. This yeah yeah. I've I've mentioned this on the pod before. I don't think I need to repeat it. But yeah, there's a few more recent traumas that I should probably look at. And there's a few things that I see getting triggered that I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But yeah. I, I wanna do like a Zoom, yeah. a Zoom um, have a Zoom yeah, therapist. we were talking about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. I want a Zoom therapist, just like an hour a week. I also want a Zoom therapist. Yeah. Um, don't have the, uh, preferably Eastern European, so it's like 20 euro an hour. And, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, it's also because I don't have the discipline to go anywhere and see someone. Like, it's just so easy if it's Zoom. Exactly. To, on your way to work on your phone. <laughs> Around uh, a bunch of people in the train. No,
0: but like, <laughs> nice to not have to go out in order to see the therapist. No, that's true. And have the commute and, um, yeah. But like you, will,
1: you would build up trust quicker if you can see them.
0: You do, you do. Although, that said, if you just, if you feel like you just need this person, I don't know, I've, t- I've seen so many therapists in my life that, yeah. I don't know, but you don't. not so many, but like, building up trust, it's like, it's, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm here to I suppose building up trust is only um, achieved by time together, and I don't think in person necessarily changes it. I think yeah, and also like their reactions to what's happening, what they, how it's, they guide you. I think in that's your also more process. of a necessity
1: if you're like, you know, just like a late teens, early twenties kind of thing, and
0: mm, and you don't, you, trust, this, the if you don't yeah, trust the process. Yeah, or you're just
1: then. also a bit more, you a bit more clueless of your own identity and your own position within your yeah. traumas and stuff like that. Yeah. For um, sure. Whereas when you're older, you kind of have more of a understanding, also of just general professionalism and relationships between mm-hmm. professionals. So then you're just like, well, this this is your job. I'm paying you here. I'm laying everything out. Do your magic, <laughs> kind of thing. Even though that's not how therapy works, that's yeah. more of a, um, I don't know. You just uh, you can kind of dissociate between the two a bit.
0: My favorite type of therapy is uh, is sand play, and so actually, I don't think I can do this with Zoom sand sandplay, sand sand, <laughs> sand yeah sand play. it sounds like something sexual Sounds like no no it's
1: just like imagine you're just sitting in a sand pit playing making castles essentially
0: okay. um, except that usually it's just like a small sand pit in the therapist's office and um, and they have like a
1: oh it's not like a it's not a metaphor Mm-mm. okay.
0: no, it's like legit playing with sand but then you also have uh, so there's a whole process that you go through in order to engage with the sand because the thing is every child in the world grows up playing with sand so it's this really crazily Uh, efficient way of connecting I would say every child in the world plays with sand
1: yeah yeah what if you like
0: it could be dirt if it's you know it doesn't have to be like beach sand yeah okay true but like yeah like uh, with the with the earth with some level of sand Inuits. Snow. Snow's kind of like sand. So, yeah, the
1: snow's not sand. Oh, <laughs> well,
0: you can't God. have a snow Okay, box. fine. You win. You, you get it? Wins. All right. So, All right. tell me about
1: your therapy, goddamn. <laughs>
0: So, but it's um. So I'd say there are children in the world who have not played with sand, but it's a pretty, pretty strong connection for a lot of people um, to have had the experience of uh, childhood sand play, and so it's a very efficient way of connecting with your inner child, but also with your subconscious, because from a really young age you kind of engaged with this this form but it's also very like zen buddhism also uses it like it's a very um Mm -hmm. it's extremely tactile it's something that's meditative and uh and what you do is you play with the sound first and then you um the therapist has like a bunch of bits of fabric figurines um like like little like plastic houses or like just how did you you discover this Um, my therapist started using it as a as a tool and she asked me if i'd like to try it and i was like yeah this is when I was leaving my ex-husband and um and she's like it's most effective if you book in like three sessions so for the, for your process you've got a beginning a middle and an end and um I was like yeah cool well, would you
1: would you say you're generally a fidgety person medium <laughs> okay I don't know what the scale is but <laughs> me neither
0: I would say I am fidgety but it depends on the circumstances so when I'm by myself, I'm not fidgety. But when I'm in company, I can be fidgety. But compared to other people, not so fidgety. But so the process is then j- there's all these figurines and you go around and you sort of um, just like let, let yourself be guided by what attra- you're attracted to. Right. And so you collect in a little basket I mean, figurines this is why I and asked, things. I
1: don't know if you made that connection. It wasn't just out of the blue. It was just I was wondering if being fidgety correlates to like a success rate with sample. A
0: therapy Mm, i don't think it's got anything to do with fidgetiness because what you're doing is you're you're engaging with like objects that represent something to you and then you go back to the sand and then you um place the objects in the sand uh however you know you just play around with it and eventually there's no time pressure there's no set like what you're trying to achieve you're not communicating anything it's just you with the sand with the objects that have spoken to you and then at the end you've Made something, and then you sit there and you look at it, and you think about what it means, and then you talk about it with your therapist, and 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 she might ask or he might ask some guiding questions, you know, which is classic like Jungian psychotherapy. It's only ever sort of asking questions to yeah. to give you more insight. Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, I got three. I got I got I made so much progress uh, understanding where I was emotionally and what, what I was struggling with and the things that I needed to um yeah sit with and look at and yeah it was really good and then i was able to leave my (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband
1: All you needed was to play with some sand
0: and some little figurines. Yeah. I've got photos of yeah. the sand play stuff as well. Was there
1: one little figurine? You're like it's like my ex husband. You just yeah. buried him.
0: There were there were little figurines that were there was like a the one
1: that's buried there with the X on it. That's that's my yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> no like one was like a little like a little tiger cub that was playing that was one that represented him. But then in the same box like the same process there was like a three headed dog um, like uh, barking fire. Uh, that oh. was also him and there was like an the old, old figurines wizard you've got there. oh yeah <laughs> like like proper yeah, yeah 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 i can show you some photos later they were really cool and then like bits pictured, of like, satin a, a and...
1: square of cloth and little stick oh, no, i didn't think no. like fucking severus fire breathing yes and,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah really cool stuff um evocative stuff and then like you know like more like um indigenous tribal pieces and then like uh shells and uh, then like a, a like a German looking hospital house or then you know like lots of yeah.
1: What's a German looking hospital house? I don't know, like a German looking house. Just very like like a cement square kind of thing. No, I mean more like What makes uh, it German looking.
0: Uh, like the the roofing would make it look German looking. So like the like the 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 peaks of the tiling and the how okay. it's structured. Okay. like a Tuscan house with a balcony or you know <laughs> lots of lots of random shit yeah that's nice though. yeah so anyway now that i say that i i would like a zoom therapist no in reality i would like to see a therapist that i can do sound play with and do that a few times and really yeah because there's a yeah there's a few traumas that i really want to look into and 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 break free from so mm. yeah all right uh, anything uh anything adults only that you had in mind that you wanted to talk about
1: but like, speci- uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we done yet? No. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I thought, uh, I mean, I thought it would gravitate to, I thought the point of the podcast was to talk about sex as well at some point, yeah. which we kind of did, but not We kind of really. did, but not really. We so. started talking about therapy mainly and, and other stuff. I can't even remember. God, my memory's so bad.
0: Nah, that's fine. What, um, what do you want to talk about regarding sex? I like, guess there? I mean, a, I,
1: I don't really have a catalog of questions that I brought.
0: No, no, but like, is then is there a thing that that is yeah that is on your mind? Otherwise, I can I can think of something um, sexual.
1: Go on, I, I'll I'll try to think of something. I don't have anything right now hmm. that I need that I'm looking for answers for.
0: Hmm. Um, I don't know, my mind goes towards uh, sexuality generally, so like in terms of spectrums and stuff. Mm. So I don't know, like I feel more and more that I was, you know, like I call myself queer, but mm-hmm. my in- interest in women is, becomes so, and I wonder if my interest in women has got some kind of political, um, is informed somehow political, politically. Uh, and there's some kind of like respect issue in me with my with my with my um, sex.
1: But it's also interesting how like. Um, do you mean like in the sense that you, uh, um, you? Because I hear from a lot of people. I don't know how to. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to put this. But mm. I know a lot of people who identify as bi. Let's say, mm-hmm.
0: um, which but, is now politically incorrect. Let's just say, but yeah, is it. Well, bi suggests that there are only, only two. two. <laughs>
1: right. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, no, but it's true. It suggests like, that they're, they're only attracted to two.
0: Yes, it's true. But it's, by saying they're... bisexual, it's saying those, the only two options are man and woman.
1: Does it? It just means yeah. that your, your sexuality is binary. But binary. But it doesn't suggest but... that gender is binary.
0: Well, by saying that you're bisexual, there's an implication that you're not needing to identify which of the sexualities right. you right. have not, a bi attraction it's to. It's just
1: like you assume men and women. It's assuming men and women. Yeah. Men and men. Um, true.
0: But anyway, no, no, but like just fun fact that I keep telling everybody and right. I think it's okay. funny. So, <laughs> but anyway, you know, lots of people that identify as bi. Uh, well, no, I know
1: I know a few people who identify as queer and um, they, they, they have, let's say, express sexual interest in men however as as a man, but however they um they identify as a man and express sexual interest as a man in men, but they would only ever have sex with women yeah um and for a lot of people, that could be confusing because then it's like are you are you really bisexual then but you totally are, you know, if you mm-hmm. have sexual interests in men just because mm-hmm. you don't have sex with men, but then I guess it's hard to like. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. I had a point, but now we've been completely sidetracked. <laughs> um,
0: I feel like I'm the same in that regard and that like I will have sex. I've had sex and I will have sex with women, but I'm never motivated by it. So As, as much as with men? Like almost at all. Like I do it okay. out of being like a like a you know like a good person. You know like that's that. I've got, I've got the whole joke about it where it's like I'll have sex with women because I'm I'm not a like I'm not just gonna ignore you while I fuck your boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like I'll. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that's
1: good.
0: You know that's uh. But I'm 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 just not like there's so few women that I'm motivated to touch like that or mm. to or the, yeah yeah like whereas men it's just like. Like that's uh. <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: uh,
0: I think I nailed how I yeah. feel about men right yeah. there. Yeah.
1: yeah. I get you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I'm kind of under the uh, so you, opinion of yeah. like, um, I mean that all of sexuality is is kind of just like a construct, and that everyone's mm. queer to an extent, you know. Right. Like, yeah, I mean. Unless
0: they have prejudice. <laughs> right. Then, unless <laughs> they have prejudice. Yeah, and then they're like, "No, man, no." It's like, okay, if you're worried about being considered interested in your your sex, then you got issues. Like it's it's, yeah. it's cool. Like there might be the right guy out there. Who,
2: yeah, yeah, You know,
0: for for you, Mister, who's not. Who's I scared. mean, all of it is just like. But do you think, um, what well, maybe where you were going with the bisexual thing, and that it's confusing for women when men express uh, an interest in sex with men, but oh, then yeah, don't do it? Um, maybe I- I- I'm wondering. Maybe what you were thinking is that it's um, that it can create um, insecurity uh, in people when hmm, when they don't understand your sexuality, or like you know, some women are prejudiced against men who say that they're bi. Because they're like, oh, well, he likes men. So, like, I feel I feel threatened by that or hmm. I don't know.
1: No, I think what I was I would think I was going to tie that into with this idea of everyone's queer to an extent, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of like, I don't know why that, that's what I chose to lead into it with. But um, uh, I, I noticed that as something um, that has recurred a few times of people feeling that way, that they feel um bisexual queer. Mm. Um and uh, but then they only have sex with one gender. Mm. Mm. Um but that doesn't make them not queer. And exactly. that's why I'm saying that everyone um I think everyone is yeah. queer to an extent. And yeah. like um if you have sex with let's say a different gender then mm. that that doesn't lab- like you shouldn't be labeled differently just for I don't know. Like you just, basically, what I'm saying. I think it's all a construct, and like Mm. I don't see the point of labeling, except like the problem is people hold prejudices, and Mm -hmm. um, I also want to fully support people who are completely um, um, oppressed by the people who hold prejudice and Mm -hmm. then to kind of strengthen their label, quote unquote, um, could. could change that. So, in, in some cases, for uh, a power shift almost, mm-hmm. it, I see the importance. Um, but ultimately, I think it's all kind of construct and we'll just kind of bullshit and we should all just
0: stop needing labels to identify ourselves. Yeah. The issue is... Just do what you
1: want. Just fucking do what you want and it's fine. The issue is like labels... As long as there's consent. That's
0: it. Yeah. The issue issue is that labels help give power to the oppressed but then those labels are then used as tools of oppression. And also
1: it just helps with efficiency somehow. It does.
0: It's like, where are you from? Exactly. You know, um, yeah. Who do you fuck? It's so interesting that we're so... Humans are so... fucking focused on if, what if we do with our genitals. If you just assume
1: everyone's straight, then, it's, then you, there's, it feels like there's less of a barrier for you. You know, if, um, if you're meeting someone, you don't need to like... If you discuss- assume that everyone's straight. Right, like let's say you're in a, a community um, where you just assume everyone's straight and everyone and um, is cis male, cis female, right? Mm. Um, then uh, it's just easy it becomes easier, more efficient as a man or a woman to be like, okay, then um, this is the group of people who I can be interested in and will be interested in me. Ah, okay. Right? Well... So in that, mm-hmm. that's what I mean by efficiency. But, like, that's a lot of bullshit because you're being efficiently wrong half the time, you know?
0: And on top of that, just because someone... Uh has that the matching sexuality that you're into doesn't mean there's they're available to you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like these labels. Yeah, are but that, that's only... again like another thing. You yeah. Know?
1: And that's why I feel like these labels also are the idea is to make things more efficient, but they're they're working against themselves.
0: Sometimes. Yeah, totally, totally. And the thing, yeah, I think like the number of times you're at a nightclub or you know you're out and you're attracted to someone and they're attracted to you. Like none of the none of the conversation is necessary. Like it's it's gonna be clear that that person like the attraction. Scux.
1: The amount of times you are just out and you just like have that hot stare with someone and then you go back and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like an everyday occurrence for people.
0: Yeah. No. You scucks. <laughs> scucks. Uh, scucks. Being a Kiwi word, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. to mean t- really a to promiscuous,
1: and also teach the word scux. Scux, <laughs> <Skux. laughs> nice. Um, scux <laughs> to scux. Is, is... I learned it from my Kiwi friend. S C O or okay. Scux. As as cool as a word can be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Scux. Um, and it's to slut out. And, to be
0: a sl- and, and, and a slut like and if you're a, a scux yeah. then you're skuxing but it's,
1: it's, it's a very loose term it's like you know you can be like who are you skuxing tonight to be like who, who have you got your eyes on that yeah, you want to yeah, go yeah. for who are you skuxing um, or yeah, be yeah, like yeah. I to last night you know I think or, it is a very uh, me a word yeah yeah. Um, meaning like uh, you're a bit yeah just like you're a bit of a player maybe you know like you're just very very flirty you're, you're planning to go home with someone you know um
0: I'll be But then also, just word. anything
1: like if if anyone mentions, like just now, you're like, oh, yeah, I get hit on all the time and I hit on people all the time and I'm very successful. <laughs> I didn't but say but I'm You did say successful. that, but like you could have insinuated that. So I made the joke called uh, you a you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, going back to the labels thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah like, I, just, I just made one for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My label is Skux. Yeah. A
0: pronouns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gucks. Um <laughs> She her She her gucks Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I, and the thing is, like the like for example, our last little bit on the labels thing is that just yeah, I find that the queer community or the the. Oh, outwardly identifying this is my identity and it's so important that people understand this is my identity um, I'm talking about lesbians and uh, and <laughs> and bisexual women and pe- but basically people who are like but, queer activists who really like it's a big part of their identity Yeah, and that's important they they and it's great that there are activists out there but they also use this as use labels as a way to discriminate so like I I remember coming home to my um, my housemates that I uh, we're very much of that community. And I was like, Oh yeah, I did a queer show tonight. And they're like, You're not queer. And I'm like, excuse me. Like, <laughs> how dare you tell me mm. what my how I how I identify my sexuality? They're like, Oh, but you 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 have sex with men? And I'm like, I've probably had more sex with women than both of you combined. Like who like, how 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 are you in this activist yeah, I position I and community. That,
1: I wouldn't put that on all queer activists.
0: No, and I'm not, but it's very typical of anybody that's in like a political group or anyone that finds it so important. These labels so important. They, they then, they don't I, realize how I they then use it against people.
1: Yeah, but I do think there is an importance in those labels to, um, regain or retain some power after a long amount of oppression, however, I I agree agree and I I said that 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 before, it's that
0: they're using, they don't realize how much they're part of the same system. But that's
1: with any activist, where there's some people who take it too far and use it incorrectly, right? I think that well, can so th- go in any way, like not just yeah. with with gender or sexuality, but like with anything. Oh yeah, like political activism. groups as well. Yeah. Like, like
0: it's insane. The the yeah, any kind of organized right. shit like, like okay, that. Okay, you
1: you you're harming the cause at this point. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And you know, if you're a true activist, then it's all about you know how you're communicating and the language you use in order to protect people. So instead of <laughs> like you know labels like you don't you don't tell someone what they are you ask a question you know like like just basic mm-hmm. non-aggressive communication is anyway I, this is some of the trauma that i need a therapist for <clears throat> okay mm.
1: yeah. yeah i found out because we were biking together uh, <laughs> past her, past past one of her old uh houses, Anna's old houses and i her like don't you miss like living in a big year, like a shed a shed flat and then she was biking in front of me because I, I was like stuck at a light for a bit. So I was like a good 10 <laughs> meters behind and I could just hear her like ranting nonstop. I was out of earshot, but she was just losing her shit for about 10 minutes on the bike. It's like, fuck, I hit a nerve there.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, maybe one. you do need some therapy I need that. to, yeah. I do, I do. It's just, it, I kind of resent, you know, it's like, it's that thing where, uh, yeah, it's the, it's, you resent the fact that it's caused damage because it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's taking more of my time, even more of my time.
2: Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. All right. So
1: again, we started talking about sex and ended up in therapy.
0: It says a, says a lot. A lot it bias. says a yeah. lot. It's nice. It's a yeah, it's yeah. a vulnerable space of, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's it's a big part of it, and it got more political when than sex. have sex, it ends up in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> And that's usually what happens to people that have sex with me. Mm. No. <laughs> Full
1: circle. <laughs>
0: uh, any last little bits and pieces? We'll wrap it up. Uh,
1: any,
0: any unaddressed point that you wanted to address? Or
1: <laughs> Well, I would like plug anything, but I going to be leaving for <laughs> a month, which is an ideal.
0: We've already mentioned your band name.
1: Yeah, I've got a podcast. You can listen to that if you want, um, called The Crust Schmucks.
0: The crust schmucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on Spotify.
1: That's on Spotify. Great. Um, we we need to get some mics because uh, we haven't. Oh, I left my mics in Amsterdam, so the last episodes. Why am I saying this? Listen to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's uh, listen. Uh, the uh, crust. The crust man. What is it called? The
1: crust schmucks. Schmucks. Yeah, yeah. That's that's our way. like we consider ourselves to be the crust schmucks, which are the worst of the schmucks. It's me mm. and my housemate They're one of my best friends um and uh yeah and uh it's we've got a few segments it's somewhat structured um in uh yeah i don't know listen to it see what you think
0: check it out um yeah i've already given you my tour dates check out af baros on instagram if you haven't already um do you want to plug your instagram or you don't really oh
1: fuck yeah sure frankie says relax with underscores with a fucked one underscore between each word and then at the end a few because apparently there's a lot of them
0: (laughs) so original Frank no Yeah. (laughs) it's been a pleasure Uh, that has been adults only comedy Berlin thanks so much and uh, see you next time goodbye
1: ciao